Hey, I'm Dr. Timothy Chen. And I'm Melissa Wood. And welcome to Common Sense Medicine. The goal of this podcast is to break down complex medical problems and make them common sense so that we can all learn and have better control of our health. Yes, and remember, this is a podcast for information purposes only. It's not medical advice, so if you need anything additional, speak to your provider. And with that being said, let's start our next episode. Let's do it. Make sure my mic is working. All right. See, now it looks so yeah, fancy. Yeah. I think it looks better. <laughs> that big thing your face. I keep um, forgetting, well, not forgetting that we're on video, but like, you know, kind of decreasing the thought of video in my mind. So I don't really like pay attention to yes. appearance as much. Well, you know, now Melissa, people are... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard enough to listen to yourself it is let alone like watch the whole thing <laughs> yeah and it's so funny because i i, I mean pa- patients love it I and mean, people love it they love watching us talk and i don't know i mean it's fun to watch people but at the same time you're like i think it's just fine to just listen to the audio because yeah. i just listen to audio yeah like when you're busy doing stuff it's just easier to just hear it yeah um and just know that like you're not going to miss anything Correct. if you do just want to listen <laughs> Because some people, and some people, you know, algorithm mm-hmm. with Facebook and everything, yes. um, some people will miss the videos, which is okay. But if you have yeah. your podcast notifications turned on, mm-hmm. you'll at least know there's a new episode and can listen. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. And that's what we need. We need, uh, what do we say? People need to smash our like button, <laughs> hit the follow, subscribe uh-huh. button. No, I mean, we love doing this podcast. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. We're almost nearing year, so we'll have a special year wrap-up yeah. thing. So, um but common sense medicine today it's going to be a fun one an interesting one because ozempic is back on the screen or or headlines headlines. i don't think it ever went away (laughs) Uh, i think from the first time we talked about it which has almost been a year ago Mm -hmm. it was like episode three or something it was very early on i feel like it has only gotten bigger since then yeah the demand yeah i saw something it's increased like 300 fold just within the past couple of years just as far as like people on it yeah yeah oh oh, for sure yeah i mean i think um weight watchers is using it Mm -hmm. noom is using it which these are traditionally like hey let's fix it with nutrition let's fix it with mindset let's do mindful eating they have jumped on the bandwagon Mm -hmm. because from an effective standpoint it does have some benefits Mm -hmm. um but a couple of reasons I've, i've thought about this number one morgan and morgan (laughs) <laughs> the lawyer group is putting a class action lawsuit against Ozempic, yeah. which are like, wait, 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 what are we suing? This is a drug that's not like no doctors forcing it on people, mm-hmm. but people are begging. I mean, fighting for this drug. Yeah. So if the lawyers are suing, something is coming up, yeah. you know, and the second thing is JAMA, which is the journal of the American Medical Association. That's kind of one of our uh, big journals where we keep up to date on data. They recently published a new side effect profile for Ozempic, which we'll go over today. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about like, um, maybe this whole idea again, our session with weight loss. Um, we'll talk about the study, the side effects, and what does those side effects look like? And what do they mean? What we've seen in our clinic, because we've had people on this medication for years for mm-hmm. diabetes, and we've definitely seen some things that might be a cause for concern for people who are using it for weight loss. Mm-hmm. And then what to do when you can't get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or when you just decide that those risks outweigh the benefits right. for you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's do the update. So, um, you know. I always tell people it's really hard to see side effects if they're rare,、mm. right? So if you have a study that had five thousand people, six thousand people, and your side effect might be one out of every two thousand, one out of three thousand, it doesn't seem that、uh, noticeable. Now, Olympic, like you said, it's been given to probably over a hundred million people worldwide,、mm-hmm. and you're picking up side effects,、mm-hmm. right? And so this journal article in JAMA, what it does, it did is it looked at people who, okay. It was a ICD-10 type of study. So what they did was these researchers looked at diagnosis codes. So they look at, for example, someone diagnosed with obesity, and then they'll look at the claims for the medication, and they'll be like, okay, this is probably what it's for. They excluded diabetics because we have a lot of di- data in diabetics. What they wanted to see was what was this like in people who are just do- using it for weight loss, and then their control group, which for every study you need a good control group, it was people taking Contrave.、Um, so it's another weight loss drug. Uh, that works on the hunger signals in the brain, not the gut. So、mm-hmm. whereas Ozempic hits the gut, tells you you're full, so your brain doesn't feel hungry. Contrave works mainly on the brain, telling you you're full. Doesn't it really affect the gut. And what they were looking at is side effects.、Mm-hmm. So the common ones, Melissa, I think we've all seen: nausea,、mm-hmm. lack of appetite, sometimes constipation, dizziness, lightheadedness. Those are really, really common.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, very common, and.、Um, Those will be magnified too, depending on your dosage. And a lot of these places that are just sending、mm-hmm. doses in, you know, like online or whatever,、right. they'll start at like maximum efficient、mm-hmm. or、um, effective effective dose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on vacation. <laughs> Um, max dose right、mm-hmm. out of the gate, and we know from treating diabetes that there is a stepwise approach on starting these medications. You keep、mm-hmm. them at the lowest dose for the first four weeks, yeah, and then increase gradually. So, you know, common sense will tell you <laughs> that if you go right out of the gate with,、yeah. you know, the highest dose, those side effects are going to be magnified. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, I think most people have accepted that. You know, when I get it, I have so many patients. I'll say, you know, I'm sick for a whole day. I don't eat for a whole day. I'm, I'm like, that, <laughs> I know it sounds terrible. Sounds horrible. Yeah. And like by day two, I'm a little okay. By three, I'm okay. So it's like every seven days for the first two or three, you're just out of commission,、mm-hmm. um, which is not ideal.、Uh, but at the same time, you're like, okay, this is just it. It is what it is, right?、Um, but the severe side effects start flagging, right?、Mm-hmm. Because if something happens in every couple of thousand people, if you give to a hundred million, you're going to start seeing a lot. And the big one was dehydration, which we have actually had patients、um, or nurse practitioners in other urgent care clinics tell us people have to come in for IVs because they get、mm-hmm. so dehydrated.、Uh, pancreatitis, which、mm-hmm. is not good at all,、yeah. at all, and this small bowel obstruction, which、yeah. we're going to. Like people are like, what? What is that? So、mm-hmm. let's start with dehydration first, Melissa. That's obviously horrible, right? And you know these medicines, you know, make you feel like you are full and don't really want to eat, and and that same goes for intake of fluids.、Mm-hmm. You know, you d- don't necessarily want to drink, or if you do, maybe you feel nauseated, and、right. so it just kind of deters you further.、Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, you can easily get dehydrated.、Um, 
And then what was that? Uh, pancreatitis. Pancreatitis, mm-hmm. yes. M- which was like a nine-fold. Yeah, so a four-fold increase. Four-fold yeah. increase. Yeah. Which okay. is humongous. There was so something that, else that was a nine-fold. Yeah, I think small bowel obstruction maybe. was nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Either way, yeah. Everything is significantly different. Yeah. Significantly higher. Um, we're also seeing gastroparesis mm-hmm. and... Um, biliary disease too yeah. so like <laughs> no what, yeah. what are we doing yeah. yeah yeah i mean these things can get pretty bad and it's probably mm-hmm. why the lawyers jumped on it because mm-hmm. um you know was talking about dehydration i mean everybody's been dehydrated before you get a stomach bug the fair's in town heads up be careful what mm-hmm. you eat there um you feel horrible you, mm-hmm. your electrolytes are off and when electrolytes get off people can the heart rhythm can jump off so people can get pretty sick um pancreatitis is a bad disease so uh, most of the time, it's common in people who eat lots of fatty foods. Uh, it's common in alcoholics. But essentially, the pancreas is such an important uh, organ. It works on insulin. It works on breaking down fat and things like that. And when that sucker is mad, it is mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of these people end up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not one of those things that you can just like, <laughs> you know, suffer through at home yeah yeah yeah. small bowel obstruction is exactly what it says you know the you're from your mouth all the way through it's a conveyor belt it's one one way it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be one way um and what happens is once it gets to the small intestine and he's goes to the large intestine if the small intestine is not working and is blocked everything comes backwards right Mm -hmm. so that's when people are nauseous they're throwing up that is when they go to the hospital and get a tube put down your nose to suck out the i mean it's it's not pleasant, and mm-hmm. you don't wish that on your worst enemy. But it is definitely a, I think, four to ninefold area increase in that versus the control group. So that's not insignificant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something that you know. Obviously, we'll see more of the mm-hmm. more people are on these medications, and it is one of those things that you know maybe even if it's still a fairly small risk mm-hmm. when, when you're talking about the sheer number of people right. involved in this, um, does that risk outweigh the benefits in your case? Correct. You know, so if someone is, um, you know, suffering with complications of obesity mm-hmm. and other metabolic conditions that may outrule, you know, any yeah. pot- potential risk. But for other people who are just wanting to lose that last 15 or 20 mm-hmm. pounds that they feel like they should be able to lose, but right. they've tried everything and actually they're probably at a normal weight. Yeah. Um, but they want, for whatever reason, that specific number, there's a whole other episode on that. <laughs> That's right. Um, you know, for someone like that, is it worth having like potentially chronic, mm-hmm. you know, GI issues after this? You know, yeah. sometimes the gastroparesis can be something that sticks around. Yeah. So, um, is it worth taking that risk just for that Correct. little bit of improvement? Yeah. Yeah. Decrease in weight. Yeah. Exactly. No, I mean, I think we've even uh, known people that would rather have surgery. You know, they are on the medicine, medicine slows everything down. Now their gallbladder is acting up. Uh, and the the choice is, hey, you know, we can stop this medicine so your gallbladder go start working again, or you can take out your gallbladder. And they would go find a surgeon somewhere and get their gallbladder taken out. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there, these people aren't obese, and I think right. that's the most like question mark thing. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we see this 
a lot. You know, if you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, anybody who has scrolled through their social media, mm-hmm. whether it's an influencer or a friend that you, you know, or acquaintance that you had years ago, who's always been kind of like at a, like a normalish weight, yeah. maybe slightly above average, something like that. And then suddenly yep. they're going, you know, and this is like, something that would have been probably healthy, say Mm -hmm. like a 150 pound woman going to like was obviously probably like 120 pounds or something like that, because they think they need to weigh 120 pounds as a woman. Um, (laughs) Right. But they look sickly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've talked about Ozempic face and Mm -hmm. Ozempic butt and all these things (laughs) that are coming along with this. Um, But when you lose weight, in an unhealthy manner. And basically this is just people not eating, right? You know, it's not a lot of people haven't taken the steps to make sure they're getting Mm -hmm. the correct nutrition and, um, really monitoring things closely. Mm -hmm. So it is just, it's weight loss. They could be losing, you know, not only fat, but muscle and bone and everything else. Um, but you can see that, you know, as you scroll yes. through your feed, it's like suddenly someone posts a picture and it's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> what, what yeah. happened? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's kind of startling and it's kind of sad, too, that we're that unhappy with ourselves mm-hmm. that we go to those extremes. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's um, those are some of the things that we need to as a society need to start talking about, you know, because I have a daughter and that's something that. I mean, men go through it, too. I think in the influencer world, it's just more people taking crazy amounts of testosterone to try Mm -hmm. to look some type of way. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is something that we need to talk about, like, is damaging your health worth just looking some type of way? Mm -hmm. And, you know, growing up, we would say, like, no, anorexia is totally not worth it. You know, we had campaigns against anorexia. Mm -hmm. We've had had friends who are anorexic, and we're like, this is not cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought we got over that. Yeah. But apparently we didn't. Yeah, now we're just prescribing a drug to help people in that process. Because it really is in some cases, a disorder, you know, still even that it's just like medically guided or encouraged. Yeah. Which, which is sad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad, which for sure it brings us to this next side effect or next thing that we've seen, which is the medicine is not working anymore. Mm -hmm. So let's talk, you know, Melissa, we've used this in patients with diabetes for a long time. Mm -hmm. And some people will have the initial weight loss, but we are starting to seeing, because we've had some patients who get like Wagovi or Zempic elsewhere, and they've been on it for a year now, and they are eating past the medication. Mm -hmm. We've had patients call back up here too, saying, hey, I need to adjust the dose. It wasn't working anymore. We've known people that have spaced them out trying to get off, but they cannot seem to stop that last shot because that when they do it's like the the hunger all comes back but we're seeing that the effect of the medicine does have a limitation and mm-hmm. uh that is scaring a lot of people yeah yeah and and you know the studies uh, have shown we we talked yeah. about the step trial where mm-hmm. um people gained um 80 percent of mm-hmm. their weight back within a year yep. some people and that's on average yeah. you know some people will gain beyond that original weight mm-hmm. Um, some people may maintain it a little bit better, but ultimately when you stop the medication, you gain the weight back. Right. Um, just like any weight loss strategy, mm-hmm. if you go on a crash diet or, you know, anything like that, if you stop doing that, right, you'll gain your weight back. Mm-hmm. So you, there is a lot of maintenance. Um, and, you know, 
Right. Okay. So do we take the medicine for lifelong? Okay, fine. But what about the people who have been on it for years and have maybe lost that initial 20 Mm -hmm. pounds, but then gained it back, even though they're still on it? Right. Um, So we've seen that in diabetics a lot, Mm -hmm. um, even well before we were using this for weight loss alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which then, I mean, <laughs> it comes back down to, okay, we have to learn how to eat different. Uh, mm-hmm. We have to learn either change food quality, change food quantity, something like that, uh, which then brings us to the second half. It's not all doom and gloom today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is some success. Um, and it started out with a story of a patient that I had that is diabetic. Um, and the wife came in and we were talking and she's like, whatever you said, worked he is on it he is taking his medication but more importantly he came home and we changed our environment like we stopped buying things in the pantry we started meal prepping we've bought different types of food we've and so that kind of got me thinking um because a lot you know was it two weeks ago we talked about or maybe even before about these blue zones how singapore has tried to change the environment of a city so that making the right choice or the healthy choice is the easiest choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, looking at that, you get a little envious. You're like, man, we should, <laughs> we should do something. But there is strategies about environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just went to a cruise, Melissa. Mm-hmm. I'm sure what you ate there <laughs> is different than what you eat your everyday environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and um, right. A lot of habit, like daily lifestyle stuff, is all about what you surround yourself with. Um, And you do have some control in a lot of that, you Mm -hmm. know. And even when you are out of your environment, like in the, you know, like I was on a cruise, there are ways to, you know, even set up that environment. Mm -hmm. I mean, half of the buffet is salad bar. Yeah. yeah. There are so many like veggies and fruits and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like you can hover around that end of it. You don't have to go on to even all the heavier (laughs) stuff. You can, if it's something that you enjoy Mm -hmm. and you want to do that a couple of times, fine, you know, enjoy it. But there are ways that you can, make use of your environment Mm -hmm. wherever you're at um and especially in your day-to-day yeah yeah so let's start there melissa let's start with home yeah right so (laughs) we actually have some strategies we printed some things out last minute of course yes uh but what can we do melissa at home to make our environment easier for us to stay on track yeah like keep the tempting foods out of the house um that's like number one i think i think don't buy them keep them out of sight um and and yeah, like, <laughs> and honestly, I've had to do this, and this mm-hmm. has been years in the making. Like, mm-hmm. I used to love baking. Yeah. Now, as I've like had kids and things like that, I don't have time for that. I might enjoy it if I did it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I also have a weakness around sweets, and uh-huh. I know that about myself. It's mm-hmm. if it's around, I'll like munch. You yeah. know, if it's on the counter you know, grab a cookie, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's there, I'll eat it. Yeah. So I don't do a lot of that anymore. Right. And part of it is just like busyness and things like that. But I also know like, you know, baking every weekend is probably not going to be good for me <laughs> if I right. have stuff around all week. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you, if that is truly a hobby someone enjoys, maybe share that with neighbors mm-hmm. or people at work or whatever, like distribute that if that's just a hobby you enjoy. But mm-hmm. yeah, keeping it around the house, if you know that's a weakness, yeah, like 
get it out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I told Jen all the time, my weakness is Oreos and Chips Ahoy. And if that, <laughs> if it's there, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. And so uh, with inflation, and thank goodness it's hurt, you know, we just don't have, if you have limited funds, you're not going to waste money buying mm-hmm. stuff like that. Also with the bioengineered foods. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to do a whole episode or something. That that was so funny. Um, But yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you know that it's your weakness and it costs a lot of money, Mm -hmm. let's stop wasting money buying those things. And it's easier, right? If it's 8 o'clock at night and you are hungry and you want to munch or something, but there are no Oreos, you're not going to get in the car and go to Kroger and buy some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot more work to do that. And most of us will take the easy (laughs) route and just head to bed or whatever. So, um, and then the opposite goes making sure you have plenty of healthy stuff too Mm -hmm, around mm -hmm. you know plenty of fruits and vegetables that maybe are already somewhat prepped if you kind of have some things already like um you know rinsed and you know prepped Mm -hmm, and things like mm -hmm. that just easily to grab from the fridge um it makes it a lot easier to prepare you know healthy meals Mm -hmm. just when you have a variety of stuff like that on hand oh yeah yeah oh yeah we um we actually buy apples that are pre-cut you can be the big ones from Mm -hmm. sam's you know it's so funny because i was like I'm never paying money for cut. <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. Uh, yeah. But, you know, and it's so funny because it is not, I mean, you can buy the apple core and just pop and then uh-huh. you're done. But, yeah, it, we're just too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when you're busy, yeah. you have to get creative. And that's, and that's the thing, you know, that's the number one excuse mm-hmm. a lot of people use is, you know, it's too hard. I'm too busy. I don't have yeah. enough time. Well, if slicing and having things ready to go mm-hmm is going to help you succeed in your week. Like buy the convenience stuff, you know, if it's already cut and prepped, just get that. Yeah. Yeah. And right. So we buy for our kids now. So it's like $7 for a big one that will last our kids probably like four days or so. Um, Or you can buy a box of 28 chips for $15, which is double the price. Mm -hmm. And it'll last my kids like four days. Yeah. So it's from a finance, even from a financial reason, it's cheaper to do it Mm -hmm. with healthier options. Yeah. And you're getting a lot more nutrients. (laughs) with the the chips that's right yeah those cheetos and those cheetos are like bioengineered or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you're nervous about bioengineered foods don't i mean the cheetos probably the last the whole thing is engineered yeah yeah it's okay you know um probably shouldn't be eating a lot of those anyway that's right uh okay so from home all right that's where people spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. work is another place people spend a lot of time work is is tough and a lot of times and we've talked about this before how Mm -hmm. um people will give each other a hard time you know like there's a lot of peer pressure um you know and if there's like cookies in the break room Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh go get you something you know there's always like some of that yeah um but there is a way to to set yourself up like Mm -hmm. prepping your food that Mm -hmm. way when you are starving um you're not as likely to go like get the the junk food from Mm -hmm. the break room or whatever so um and then also just not eating at your desk a Mm -hmm. lot of people eat at their desk or have like you know some sort of like dish of candy or you know something like that to snack on like just don't even put it there Mm -hmm. and that way like if you are truly hungry Mm -hmm. and need to step away from your desk for five minutes to have a snack like you'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're having it there, you may not even be hungry yeah. and you're just kind of like, since it's in reach, just kind of munching yeah. mindlessly. So keeping it away from your desk, 
um, maybe during a break going for a walk instead of eating mm-hmm. or, you know, lunch break, a lot of times we'll eat and then go for a walk, yeah. you know, so um, utilizing those breaks for walking. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Make it inconvenient to nibble on food mm-hmm. um, and don't work through meals. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, again, if you're eating at your desk, um, yeah. yeah. It's not a good thing. You know, I never thought about that, but that's true. So many people have so much food on their desk. And Mm -hmm. for the people who are working at home, which became home and work kind of blend together. Mm -hmm. The biggest one that people have told me is because it's convenient to have food everywhere. I'll just sit there and right. I'm not eating because of hunger. I'm eating because I'm bored. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or that's just the way you take a break. Yeah. Like I'm going to get up and walk to the kitchen um, just so I can get away from my desk for a minute, Mm -hmm. which is fine to take a break. Like, yeah, stretch your legs. Yeah. But yeah, maybe use a non food break, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, have your lunch break fine, but do you need like the snacking breaks in between, you know, maybe use that to take a little walk or Mm -hmm. stand up and stretch or, you know, yeah, give yourself a break from work every once in a while, but it doesn't always have to be around food. Yeah, exactly. And, and right. And if we keep the healthier options, so most people's offices have refrigerators and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. If you buy your apples and put in their refrigerator, you know, you can, you're, if you surround yourself with, healthier options that's the only choice you have Mm -hmm. and so you're not going to get in your car and drive all the way to kroger to buy oreos Mm -hmm. you're just going to eat what you got there yeah yep um let's do one more melissa let's do vacation okay and the reason i say vacation (laughs) and (laughs) is so many people will go on vacation and like hey i I lost it on vacation and i just kept off and you're like no (laughs) no (laughs) yeah oh yeah we're seeing people like in october Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like oh i had you know yeah vacation in july and just hadn't gotten back on track (laughs) i'm like like, wait a second (laughs) what happened yeah Yeah. exactly so vacation yes i mean we want you to have a good time enjoy yourself right Mm -hmm. you're on a cruise that you're Mm -hmm. uh, or if you stop in the caribbean there only there food there that you can't get anywhere else so enjoy it but you don't also have to go crazy either yeah i mean you want to experience the the culture of where Mm -hmm. you're going that's part of the fun of traveling i mean you wouldn't go to italy and skip the pasta i hope you know and and different places like that you know every every place has a different food culture Mm -hmm. and so yeah there is some something about experiencing that you know i think that's one of the first things we do when we go someplace it's like where are we gonna eat (laughs) (laughs) so but you know you can mix that in with other things Mm -hmm. like what activities don't you normally get to do maybe maybe you do explore this new place by you know walking or hiking or you know swimming or you know things like that Mm -hmm. that um you know active way to explore yeah um and then when you do enjoy those foods you don't have to you know enjoy like it's your last meal you know (laughs) like you'll never have it again you know it's okay to you know to share, you know, a dessert plate mm-hmm. or things like that. That's like what we do. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever been on a cruise, but there's a dessert mm-hmm. buffet too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they are like the yummiest things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can get a piece of every single cake if mm-hmm. you want to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we would like pick a few, but that one plate would be like split between four people. Mm-hmm. You know, we, mm-hmm. you just kind of taste like a bite of each one. Yeah. You get to taste every single one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yet then afterwards you're not like stuffed and miserable Mm -hmm. and you still got to experience everything you wanted to, you know? So there are ways to enjoy it all without feeling like you've, you know, put yourself off track Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, because that's the thing, even with holidays, mm-hmm. too. We've got holiday season coming up. Oh, yes. A lot of people are like, well, <laughs> I'll get to it after the first. Like, once Halloween hits, yes. people mail it in until January. Seriously, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we see this all the time. They're <laughs> like, do. I'll get back on track in January. Yeah, yeah. We always have people, don't do your wellness around now. Because <laughs> it's going to be bad. No, exactly right. And I think, you know, what you share with, like, sharing with your family, also, like, talk to your family you know mm-hmm. when everybody sits down and they're talking and they're hanging out you actually don't eat as much mm-hmm. versus most of us you know we're just sitting there we're just stuffing our face mm-hmm. and at the end we're like a fool <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, these are it's so funny it's like these are normal habits that maybe we did when we we're growing up i mean mm-hmm. i remember sitting around the table having a regular time you know when we go on vacation still the same like everybody sits down uh now we definitely become more of a grab and go stuff your face kind mm-hmm. of uh society and it makes it hard but if you look at even when we did our blue zone ones a lot of them ate together and when mm-hmm. they spend time together and they eat together they actually eat a lot less than when we just mindlessly eat yeah yeah you're sharing the experience not only just you know the food yeah. so you know making it an experience and yeah enjoying those those um celebrations whether it's a holiday or a birthday or things mm-hmm. like that um, you know, we're not telling you not to enjoy those things, <laughs> right. but they are like one day, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's okay to like the next day, just kind of go back to routine, yeah. you know, it's okay to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and don't mail it in until January. <laughs> yes, that is definitely, um, I don't even know what to say. I just <laughs> nod. I'm like, okay, but it's only, that's actually you like lunch mm-hmm. and that's it, you know? So, mm-hmm. but anyway, yeah, I think, uh, I think we put some good things on here, Melissa. Mm-hmm. So hopefully people have learned that, Hey, you know, to wrap it up, Ozempic, it does have some benefits. You do need to realize there are risks with it. Um, and of course, what to do now when, it, if you notice it's not working or you realize it's not available, these things help, you know. I think if anything, Ozempic taught us, you know, there for a while there has this been this big maybe attack against the mantra of eat less, move more, and mm-hmm. people are like that doesn't work, doesn't work. I'm like, oh, okay, Ozempic proved it does work mm-hmm. when you eat, less, you eat less. Yeah, yeah. it does work. Uh, we just don't have to do it chemically. We can do it mindfully uh, and with purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's not something to be taken lightly. I think there was or there still is, you know. Um, it's, it's gotten really easy to get it mm-hmm. when it's in stock, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, um, and a lot of these places that have been like compounding it and mailing it mm-hmm. and things like that made it really easy for people to get it because right. they could just go online and I mean, lie about their BMI mm-hmm. or not and yeah. get it either way. Um, and it took the seriousness mm-hmm. of it away. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a medication and all medications come with risk. Just mm-hmm. like if someone were, con- you know, considering going through like um, gastric surgery, yeah. like a gastric sleeve or something like that, it's not something to be taken lightly. They right. go through a consult. They make sure that lifestyle factors are in place. They mm-hmm. make sure that their medical conditions, you know, support those. Everything has to be like 
perfect, you know, to be yeah. able to go through something this serious. Absolutely. Um, so it does take like face to face conversation mm-hmm. with a doctor, making sure that you don't have like an increased risk of um, some of these GI conditions as it is. Some mm-hmm. people have a higher risk at baseline and maybe yeah. adding these medications on top of it is not the best idea. Right. So it, it you know, just the way that it came out as like, you should just go get it no matter what. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, it took away from the seriousness and that it is still a medication. Mm-hmm. It is still a drug that needs to be, you know, taken with caution. Perfect. <laughs> And that's our common sense take. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, Melissa, next week, you know, we're nearing our year. Yeah. So we got to think about our, I think this is episode 50. So we get 51 and 52 and we got to think about what to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe send us some suggestions. Like, what do you want to hear? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Or if you had any people that have been successful, what they've done, we'd love to hear what they've Mm -hmm. done. So yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Melissa. All right. Thanks.